Coming up on today's Locked On Golden Gophers, what is Athlon Sports saying about the prospect for Minnesota football this season? One of the biggest known names for this kind of preseason early prediction stuff has its official prediction for the Gophers out. We'll break it down today. Also, rumors circling around the Twin Cities that P.J. Fleck could have interest from another school already if he can do well enough this season, of course. We'll talk about the potential for P.J. Fleck to leave to what has reportedly been potentially Virginia Tech. That's coming up in just a minute, right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome into the show on Tuesday, Nate Dickinson with you. A reminder, follow us on Twitter at LO Golden Gophers. Give us a follow over on my personal page at Nate with sports as well. And of course, wherever you're listening into the podcast right now, subscribe, rate, review, follow all that good kind of stuff. You're listening into Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Our show today is brought to you in part by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has everything that you need for all of your car parts and the needs that you may have just kind of throughout the year. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Well, we've got a good show lined up for you today. As I told you, we're talking more football, more big picture though. First, with a look at the 2021 season and what some national analysts are saying about the Gophers right now. And then later on, reporting coming from Charlie Walters of the Pioneer Press that Virginia Tech could be interested in P.J. Fleck next season already. We'll talk more about that in the program, too. But first, all the news you may have missed over the course of the last day here in Gopher Sports. First off, Big Ten basketball, or Big Ten and ACC basketball. Got a schedule notice yesterday of the Big Ten ACC Challenge. All the matchups have been put together. Minnesota will play Pitt in that matchup and hopefully get the Big Ten a win. More schedule news coming out as well. An event in North Carolina. Minnesota will travel to, I forget what they call it exactly, mid-season event. Or it, I'll remember at some point. But anywho, they're going over for a weekend to North Carolina and meet up with a few other teams, make some money, and bring it on back to the college. In softball news, on the diamond, McKenna Partain did her part on the field for the Gophers. Now she'll bring her talents into the dugout. She's been added as a volunteer assistant coach to the Gophers coaching staff for the next season. The player who was third all-time in runs in Gopher softball history and fifth all-time in average now brings those smarts into the dugout to try and improve that Gopher hitting even more. The rowing awards were last night for the Minnesota rowing team, a team that, if you've been listening into the podcast, knows was having one of its best seasons ever last year. And Lauren Burroughs-Cheng was named the rowing team NVR, Most Valuable Rower, as those awards took place yesterday. And finally, Gophers represented here at the World Junior Summer Showcase. Future Gophers, current two, Brock Faber, Tristan Bros, Chaz Lucius, and Matthew Knice. All of them. Headed over to the World Junior Summer Showcase, and of course, we wish them all the best of luck in the competition there. That's a look at everything we've got going on in Gopher News right now. It's pretty slow news day here for Gopher Sports. More stuff, of course, will come out throughout the week, and we'll have it for you right here to start off the shows. But before we get into everything we've got going on on today's show, coming up, we're going to talk about Athlon Sports' at least analysis early of Gopher football this season. Let's tell you about Bet Online. Well, the Gophers play Ohio State to start season in September. The win totals for Minnesota are already out at anywhere between 5.5 to 7.5 wins, and the football team is looking to make you some money this fall. Go on over to Bet Online and make sure you get the most money you can by not only getting all the best lines at the site, but also by getting a little extra money with our promo code LOCKED ON. If you use the code, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, no matter what it is. 
50% on top added in. And you can, of course, be sure to head on over to Bet Online and get all the reliable, best lines you can get out there with all the information you need before you place that bet, too. It's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. Welcome back into Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson with you here. We're talking Minnesota football and, well, talking about what other people are talking about with Minnesota football, in particular Athlon Sports this time around. Athlon is one of the premier sources just for college football information overall, but especially just to kind of get that inside look into what the real big overview of a team is during this offseason and preseason going into things. Teams change a lot over the course of a year. Minnesota, a perfect example this season. Not such a good team this year. People are expecting the Gophers to turn things back around a bit this season, and we'll get to that in a moment. But Athlon, one of those places that I always go to when it's in that summer month and as we get into closer to July, August, when we're going to really start to want to know about these teams. Athlon has posts just previewing every team, and it sounds like an ad for them right now. It's not, but they just do a really good job, and they've been my source for a while of trying to learn about teams that I am not a big expert on. If you go and read the article we're going to talk about, about just the overall season preview for the Gophers over there, you'll find that it's really not anything you didn't already know if you were following this team. But again, for the other schools in the Big Ten, for everybody else out there, it's nice to be able to get a look at what the Gophers are doing right now. And for us, it's nice to be able to see just kind of how on a bigger scale people are perceiving this upcoming season, especially with the question marks that Minnesota still has around it. Less than last year but still a whole lot of question marks that were brought up last year because of that play on the field. Let's stop rambling and get into it. Athlon football, right off the bat, out of 130 teams ranked in this preseason kind of profile of all of college football, Minnesota comes in at number 36, which is pretty good, if you ask me, given a under 500 season last year. It means the national guys are taking note as to the improvements that P.J. Fleck has made in the offseason and just the general progression this team should make after a full year to prepare. Uh, the article says that Minnesota is going to have kind of like the obvious things we've talked about all year, all offseason, to work on. The defense has to get better. Uh, the run defense especially has to get better. It points out, though, that Minnesota has a lot of players returning on that defense and a whole lot of transfers and other guys coming in, which really should shore things up in a way that's substantial and more so than what you would expect out of a normal offseason progression. It's all that kind of stuff about making sure the defense is better. Of course, they touch on special teams and the terrible field goal kicking that we don't need to talk about. And the offense took some heat too, as Tanner Morgan definitely took a step back. But it was really a lot of the same stuff we've always discussed. Can Tanner Morgan do what he did before? Will Mike Sanford Jr. be able to put together this offense a bit better? On the defensive side of the ball, how much improvement will there be? compared to what we're expecting right now. And of course, you always just try to win the special teams game. And you wonder why not when it doesn't happen, as it does just all the time in Minnesota. Uh, my thoughts on just the post as a whole. At the end, Athlon said that Minnesota was going to compete for the Big Ten West. And it wasn't like, a, and I'll pull up the article right now, actually. I don't have it up on me right now, just my notes. It wasn't like uh, Minnesota has the potential to compete for the Big Ten West. Minnesota, if everything goes right, could find itself in the mix for the Big Ten or Big Ten West. It was pretty much like 
definitive. Like, of course, Minnesota is going to compete for the Big Ten West. Here, I got the quote right now. Uh, the defense needs to make big teams, blah, 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 blah. I'm reading through. All right, here. With experience at nearly every position and reinforcements in the form of transfers, Minnesota, quote, will be gunning for the top spot in the Big Ten West. Like, definitive. And that's coming from Ben Weinrib, the guy who ended up writing this at Athlon. I don't know about you. This is not a team right now. And I've seen some Minnesota fans with pretty optimistic hopes on this season. Fans who think that the defense is just going to fix itself out of nowhere and that this team's going to be right back where it was in 2019. I, I mean, I guess that was competing for the Big Ten West at that point, but I don't think even the optimistic Minnesota fans are thinking about Indianapolis right now. I think even the best of the best scenarios for Minnesota football, they result in more wins and maybe in turn you end up sneaking your way into contention for the Big Ten division as well, but... I think most people are still just thinking about getting up from the gut punch that Minnesota took in 2020, the start especially. I've wrestled with it for a while, and we'll talk about it more too. About how I cannot figure out whether I want to believe this team is going to be the 2019 Minnesota or the 2020 Minnesota. I can't get it straight in my head just how much I want to put this pandemic into my thinkings about just how bad that team was at some things, given how inexperienced it was. And I want to believe that after a full offseason, a full non-COVID offseason, Minnesota's going to be able to fix those things better than they normally would. But I'm still not thinking about Indianapolis right now. And in Minnesota, when I expect people to be over, overly optimistic here, at least in some cases, I haven't heard a whole lot of talk about, all right, let's go play for the Big Ten title. It's all about getting back up on your feet right now. And obviously that starts week one against Ohio State. And I guess we'll have a really good idea after that week one whether or not these Gophers are for real as far as competing for the Big Ten West, as Ben Weinrib of Athlon Sports claims. As far as anything else I was thinking of just going through and reading this, again, these things give you a decent idea of just kind of like what the national perception is of Minnesota. And the national perception, it seems to be, at least right now, that the Gophers are going to be pretty good. And it had me looking at myself a little bit. Because I understand that, for the most part, I have to, I tend to have a bit of a pessimistic mindset. I was raised a Cubs fan. So, it's hard for me to see the bright side of things sometimes. And when I see a Minnesota team and Minnesota fans getting excited about a season after Minnesota went under 500 the year before, I'm thinking... I'm just, just waiting to be a letdown. So I'm a little bit more reserved than most people when it comes to getting all in on this team, but I think that's just me being more of a have-to-see-it-to-believe-it kind of guy. And maybe I should be getting this team a little bit more credit than I have so far, because to be fair, so far for me it's been, yeah, yeah, it's going to get better, but that's all on paper. We have to see it actually happen on the field so far, and I think P.J. Fleck maybe has earned a little bit more of the respect and trust for me and all the other Minnesota Gopher fans than that. So apologies, I suppose, on that end. Maybe I should be just a little bit more consciously optimistic all the time about this team because it seems like from people at Athlon nationally to the guys local, everyone's kind of convinced Minnesota's on an upswing that's a little bit bigger than what I've been convinced of so far. Maybe I should get on board. Maybe the biggest thing that had me thinking that was 
Well, really what happened right after that quote about, or I guess what was written right after that quote uh, about Minnesota competing for the Big Ten West. With experience at nearly every position, and again, we're quoting directly from Athlon here, and reinforcements in the form of transfers, Minnesota will be gunning for the top spot in the Big Ten West. And then a direct quote from P.J. Fleck, quote, We are already creating that internal expectation and that internal pressure because I really like this football team. I mean, that's more definitive stuff that I've seen from Fleck all the time. I mean, he talked about when Minnesota was on that undefeated run. It's about going 1-0 every single game. And when the season starts, it'll be right back to that narrative as well, I'm sure. But for PJ to go out and say right now, hey, we're putting in that expectation that we want to compete for this conference right now after a team went 3-4 and four the year before, it has me a little bit more convinced that, all right, maybe this is real. I don't know. I don't know why that comment does it for me more than anything else PJ Flex says, but it just had me excited a little bit more than all the other stuff I've read so far. And maybe that has something to do with, again, the fact that it's not just all the Minnesota guys saying that Minnesota is going to be a whole lot better this year. It's everyone all around expecting the bounce back. And that's nice. We'll be back here on Locked On Golden Gophers to break down PJ Fleck as a coach going into this season. We talked about can he be any good this year? Well, we'll go ahead and go to the other side of the spectrum as we have a report coming in that Minnesota's coach could already be in the twines of another head coaching job at the end of this season. We'll give you all the details here on Locked On Golden Gophers. But first, Built Bar is the place to go for all of your protein needs. Whether you want something to just get you through your day or get you through that tough workout, Built Bar can be your one-stop shop for the protein bars, the powders you pour into the drink, the little gel caps that you're able to just pop into your mouth, any of it. Built Bar has it, and they have the flavors that you're going to crave. All sorts of flavors with new ones coming out all the time. They're trying to hook you on that one thing. So head on over to BuiltBar.com. Get in there and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Locked on Golden Gophers and Nate Dickinson here on Locked On. We've got all sorts of things to talk about with Minnesota sports in the offseason, during the season, all the time. But right now we're going to get a little bit abstract. We just talked about, like, will P.J. Fleck be able to be any good at all this season? And again, I'm being a little bit more optimistic or trying to. So I'll say, yeah, yeah. But right now we're talking about P.J. Fleck getting out of here. And Charlie Walters, a writer for the Pioneer Press and a respectable one at that who puts in an article that he wrote recently some pretty shocking stuff. According to Walters, and this is a direct quote from just one of his weekly articles just on Minnesota sports in general, a guy who's pretty highly trusted around Minnesota journalism and Minnesota sports journalism in especially. If you haven't heard of him, he doesn't write all that often anymore, but it's because he's been doing it so long that when he says something, it's good and it means something. So here's a direct quote from Walter's latest post. And this comes to us, by the way, or at least was alerted to me by uh, at real MN sports fan on Twitter. That's at real MN sports fan on Twitter. Minnesota sports fan is the name on the handle, but you can go follow there if you like. The quote from Walters though, quote, there's already buzz that if the Gophers football team wins eight games, which is probable. And again, that's more that optimistic I was talking about. Virginia Tech could be Coach P.J. Fleck's next job at $6 million a year. 
Fleck, signed through 2026 right now with the Gophers, is at $4.6 million a year. Has a contract buyout of $4.5 million this year. That's again from Charlie Walters of the Pioneer Press. If he's putting that out there, it means something, right? So what does it mean that P.J. Fleck is already having his name circled around as one of the guys for Virginia Tech, a school on the East Coast in the ACC that has football history, but is far from one of those powerhouses that P.J. Fleck might want to be drawn to for the football reasons behind things. The second thing that's concerning here is just the fact that exact numbers are given. You don't see that a lot when it comes to the rumors around coaching. Numbers don't usually get thrown out until things start to get a lot more official. But right now with Fleck at 4.6, up to 6 million isn't a huge jump. But as again, at RealMN Sports Fan pointed out on his post online, MinnesotaSportsFan.com. I'll, I'll plug him out because again, did a good job in covering all this stuff. Right now, PJ Fleck, number 24 in the country as far as salary. If he went up to that 6, he'd be a top 10 as far as coaches in the U.S., in NCAA football. I mean, that's substantial of a jump for him, just in the rankings. Obviously, when you're thinking about the difference between so many million and so many million, as all of us listening to it doesn't matter all that much, but it obviously matters to him. But I have a hard time believing that it would be the money alone that would bring P.J. Fleck away from Minnesota, at least right now. For starters, Minnesota should be able to pay what it needs to get the success at football and to be able to keep the coaches that it wants. The Gophers have an extremely strong football culture, a strong booster system, strong fundraising. This is a revenue not, I mean, what's above generating? What's the next degree? I don't even know. It, it pumps out money. So for Minnesota to spend the extra whatever it is to keep P.J. Fleck here, a lot of fans would say that that's worth it. Just about everyone would say, I'm sure, hey, just pay P.J. Fleck. Obviously, that's not the way it works. You can say that about a whole bunch of other big schools. They could pay the money to hire P.J. Fleck. Not all of them will. Minnesota might not either. It's just a matter of each program and what they want to spend. Obviously, the millions and millions all get blurred, but at the end of the day, with the football stuff especially, when it's a sport that's going to make you the money no matter what, with a lot of these schools, those decisions just come down to what is it exactly the people sitting at the table want? More than just like, what is it exactly that would be the hit financially, you know? Anywho, I don't think he's going anywhere this season. Because while the money is there, it's not a ton of money for him to gain. We mentioned the ranking, but the actual dollars isn't a ton. And while he cares about it, I feel like if he waits, and, and if the thought is that he just wants to make money and he'll go to the paycheck, I feel like the payday could get bigger. If he ends up waiting. And if the Gophers have a great season, maybe the Virginia Tech payday gets bigger too. Also, maybe I'm biased, but I just personally think that the Minnesota culture is more fitting to what Fleck loves and wants to build than what Virginia Tech has. Uh, to be fair, I haven't really engulfed myself in Virginia Tech hokey football culture at all, but it seems like these are more Fleck's people, if that makes sense. The people here in Minnesota seem to match his energy. And again, I'm not saying VT wouldn't, but he knows he has something he likes here. The football situation, of course, at Virginia Tech isn't great either. They wouldn't be looking or thinking about looking for new head coaches if it was. And Minnesota seems to be building something here. So, could there be plenty of reasons for P.J. Fleck to go? Of course. And do I think P.J. Fleck is someone who's just going to stay at Minnesota because? No, I don't. He's someone who has always known how to jump off the ship at the right time. 
And really with Minnesota last season, for the first time ever, had his first like really major setback as a head coach. So I think that if P.J. Fleck has a mind to leave Minnesota at some point, he very well could. I just It doesn't feel like right now is the right time. There's a whole lot of time for things to happen, of course. It, but I just think it take, will, will take more than the actual money behind it. The money that Charlie Walters is talking about, the pay raise, to get him out of Minnesota right now. If I were him, I would just be looking further into the future. Like, this is an investment in Minnesota. If I was thinking of it as just an investment and not like a career, I feel like my stock can get higher before I end up deciding to go to some other school. The job can get better. Another school could open up. I mean, what's the difference, Big Ten to ACC football? Like, yeah, he could get making more money, but it's not like he would be coaching in the SEC compared to the Big Ten. It's different. And I feel like the bigger opportunities are there for Fleck if he continues to succeed, of course. And the idea of going to Virginia Tech for a small pay bump, I think, is just a little bit too small for P.J. Fleck's huge, huge football mind and expectations. That's just my thoughts on it right now. Again, I could be wrong. It could be announced tomorrow that P.J. Fleck's going to leave at the end of the season. But at least where I stand and what I've taken away from just the situation, it doesn't make sense that P.J. Fleck would leave only for the money at the end of this season. Again, anything can happen. But if I were Fleck, I would be thinking more about like how much better it could get if I stay a little bit longer and really, really pay off that investment. It's just some things to chew on, really just like this whole story is right now, because nothing's going to happen immediately with P.J. Fleck leaving this program, of course. We'll talk more about anything that does break in Minnesota Gopher news or Minnesota Gophers just rumors like this one was here on Locked On Golden Gophers. We continue along the week and hopefully have some good guests coming in along the way. We've been in contact with people and hopefully going to get them on here if we get some time this week. So we'll be back at some point later in the week. Before we go, a reminder, as always, get all the sports news you need in 20 minutes or less with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts like me. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, as always, follow us on Twitter at LO Golden Gophers. Follow the show as well, wherever you're listening right now. And follow me on Twitter too, at Nate with Sports. It's at Nate with Sports for me, at LO Golden Gophers for the show. And of course, wherever you're listening right now, subscribe, rate, review, five stars. You know the drill. Until next time, Nate Dickinson here with Locked On Golden Gophers. Roll the boats, Gayuma. Go Gophers.